1: Hi everyone, I'm Teresa Heal, and I want to thank Chris Platy for talking about Young Living Essential Oils. So I'm going to talk about a few of them myself. We have Thieves Essential Oil, and it supports a healthy immune function and may contribute to overall wellness when taken as a supplement, which is our Thieves Vitality line. We have Peppermint. It's fresh and energizing. You can diffuse it in the room while you're studying to improve your concentration, which is great. Then we have lemon, which also aids in concentration, especially wonderful aid for children who are struggling with school or have learning challenges. Those are just a few. So if you have any questions, contact TeresaHeele at Comcast.net. T-H-E-R-E-S-A-H-E-A-L at Comcast.net. Thanks. Have a great day, and thanks, Chris. hello everyone and welcome to strictly hoop talk an emergency episode of strictly hoop talk had to get my man akil on here first off akil how you doing i'm good man how are you i'm good man i'm chilling uh you know just been just been working uh running on like two or three hours of sleep now but um thought was playing home planning to come home take a nap after my after my long shift and uh then we got this news, this uh, this breaking news. So honestly, um, I don't really know where to start, other than the fact that Kawhi has reportedly demanded a trade, according to sources at ESPN, and um, is his preferred destination is LA. And so we're just gonna talk quickly about about the this massive news because this is this is huge. This is a huge domino that has a ton of implications and. Has a major effect on a lot of the uh, on truthfully the balance of the NBA. So, Akil, I'll get it. Uh, I guess the first place I want to start is just how shocked were you by this uh, by this announcement?
0: Uh I'd say about sixty forty, like sixty not shocked, but then forty percent shocked because it's like it's San Antonio, and you never see one of their star guys being that open about like wanting to leave and get out of there. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at is like, OK, I, I kept referencing throughout the season and, you know, people that listen to the podcast know that throughout the season, I kept saying, you know, San Antonio, I, I'm just going to say that that they're going to fix it, that they're going to make it work because they did the same last summer with Aldridge and, you know, San Antonio's just always had a track record of excellence i mean we're talking we're talking like in they, they've had like an 18 year track record of just pure excellence um going actually more like 20 years so um so so you know i give them the benefit of the, of the doubt um because they're such a class act organization and everything uh so i just figured that things were going to work out but apparently Kawhi is saying that um he feels betrayed and he feels like he was isolated from the team once he chose to sought after a second opinion. So, to back it up for those of you that may be just catching this and trying to figure out what's going on. So, Kawhi only played nine games this year due to a quad injury. And the whole issue was is that the Spurs camp and Kawhi's camp could not agree on the proper way, um, on, on the proper, even injury diagnosis, let alone. Um, let alone the rehabilitation process, and so because of that, it kind of turned into a, a a tug of war between between the Spurs camp and Kawhi's personal camp, and so um, at the end of the day, Kawhi feels that the Spurs were were not mistreating him, I should say, but um, but we're we're isolating him at, once he once he chose to seek a second opinion. And so now he feels because of that betrayal that he wants to leave. And that is crazy because I thought not only one of the not only did I think that Kawhi was going to stay in San Antonio because of the Spurs being the Spurs, but also that whole Supermax thing. And it came out that the Spurs were willing to offer Kawhi the Supermax. Then it came out that they weren't. Um so I don't know how much of that was on the table, but you gotta believe that they could offer a lot, a lot more than any other team in the league could offer, uh, because of the way Supermaxes go. So, I'm truly shocked. Um, let's let let us get into let's get into the uh, just the the whole trade aspect of where Kawhi can go now. So, as is stated in the article in ESPN, which you can find on ESPN, Chris um, Chris Haynes and uh, Woj really teamed up to do this article. And um, they they stated in the article that Kawhi's preferable destination is Los Angeles. Now, they use the word preferable, so I think that means he's open to other markets. But it also came out that Kawhi's camp, and forgive me, um, I, I can't remember who reported this off the top of my head, but it also came out that Kawhi's camp personally wants him in New York. Um, so you've got to believe that New York's on that short list. Um Boston should be on that short list for the simple fact that I don't know Kawhi's preference, but Boston has the ability to offer the best package of anyone. And so so they got to be considered. So I don't know. Um, were you shocked that, I guess, were you shocked that, uh, first off, were you, were, uh, were you shocked that, he, that LA was the top choice for him? And secondly, uh, where do you think he'll end up going? What do you think are the likely scenarios right now?
0: I wasn't shocked because he is from that LA area, so whenever you're an LA guy, being a Laker is always, like, that thing, like, whether you're Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi, any of those guys, Damar, like, all those LA cats, like, you want to be from LA and, like, you want to be a Laker, like, that's always a dream. (laughs) So, I wasn't shocked as far as that aspect, <clears throat> but I always thought Philly sounded pretty cool for him. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Boston as well, because I'm thinking even uh, Kyrie, when he wanted to leave that play, one of the biggest options he said was San Antonio. So, it works mm-hmm. out both ways. He could get to San Antonio, and if Kawhi is willing to go to Boston, Boston would work too, because I'm thinking, man, that wing length you'd get with Kawhi out there with Jason Tatum... Gordon Hayward Jalen Brown
1: okay that's my thing with Boston is who is the guy that they trade is it Kyrie because I think it's Hayward I thought it
0: would be Kyrie
1: now I haven't I haven't done um let me let me see what the
0: what the rumor mill is talking um but so uh our guy shout out to him and Al hassan he put that trade up I think it was yesterday um if you could get me and buy me enough time to find it so yeah
1: yeah it's so, some time
0: sometime
1: okay yeah so um so you, so you packed some interesting things there so boston is a likely scenario and i like that you brought up philly too because philly is a team that obviously has a lot of assets to trade um they have a lot of they have a lot of young players but it's unclear what san antonio specifically wants um but I, I think that I think that fit wise uh he fit, he would fit amazingly in uh Philly. Not to mention that Brett Brown was a former assistant and from the Greg Popovich tree, yeah. uh tree of coaching, so that works as well. Um but yeah, I think I, I, I think so I'm glad you brought them up. And I think if Boston from a logical sense, I think that they would have to trade Hayward as opposed to Kyrie which I know would be an awkward thing because the whole Brad Stevens and the injury and then you're trading two stars in two years with injuries Um, but I think that I think that has to be the move because why would you want like I get having three great wings is valuable but like having a guy like Kyrie is you know a top 10 player in the league. Uh, Kyrie is next level good. I don't I don't see them trading Kyrie for Kawhi I even mean, though even though Kawhi is better
0: clearly. So there's two Boston Celtics trade that they have on there. Celtics get Kawhi and then the Spurs get Kyrie in the Boston 2018 first round pick. Or um the Celtics get Kawhi Leonard and then the Spurs get Gordon Hayward, Hayward and uh Terry Rozier. Yeah, see, I like Which, that better. I like that trade a lot more too, because you're telling me if you could play, if you could play in crunch time, you could play Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Kawhi, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford out there as your like out five lineup. Jesus, goddamn,
1: Jesus,
0: God, goddamn.
1: Yeah, that is a real thing. So I didn't want to hijack this. Um, We we kind of hijacked this from a Boston perspective, but I think Boston should clearly not be counted out because of the assets they have. They have everything San Antonio is looking for. Young players players on good contracts plus picks. So we're not sure at this point which way San Antonio wants to go. I would tend to believe that they'd want to get players, um, players that they believe in, players that they think can be good um not not even necessarily young players I, I i'm sure they would they would love to have um a package where they could get a star that could help them contribute right away but uh but i'm not and I'm sure And I mean
0: Warren sure Hayward's good white right but like yeah. having
1: Kawhi is a clear upgrade like Oh yeah 100%. Maybe, There's a reason yeah. why Boston would do that trade and that's because Yeah
0: like if so, you're telling me you could trade like if i could do a straight up trade for Kawhi Leonard and Patty Mills and Gordon Hayward and Terry Terry Rozier, a straight up trade like you get a proven backup point guard out of Patty, so you mm-hmm. don't have to pay Terry Rozier that big contract that you would have to. Right, and you only have to pay that one contract for Kawhi over Gordon. Like, like that's a clear win in your favor if you sell the Celtics. That's a clear win of a trade.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's exactly. That's the reason why Boston is consider it, it is putting together a package, and it's the reason why they offered. Um, one thing to note is that they actually called San Antonio in February around the deadline, asking, um, just kind of gauging interest on Kawhi. So, um, so, so there has to have been some pro- preliminary talks at this point, um, and I imagine that those talks will continue. But let's jump to LA. So. This to me and when I said this before about how um how this could drastically change the entire NBA landscape, it's because Kawhi is is when healthy, no doubt in my mind, the third best player in the league. He is amazing. He is absolutely incredible. But um but what makes him what makes this so interesting is not only that he's the third greatest player, is that is that he named L.A., which is the place that everybody's linked to LeBron to. And you and I have said this from the jump, that LeBron and Paul George doesn't make a lot of sense in L.A. because LeBron is... Le- LeBron. While well, Paul George and LeBron would be great together, it doesn't make sense for LeBron to leave Cleveland to go to L.A. because, number one, you're entering the Western Conference. Number two... Um, you don't really have that great of a team around Paul George and LeBron, and that's definitely not enough to beat the Warriors. Um, so, so now Kawhi, Kawhi going there, and the possibility because the Lakers can clear, um, they they can easily clear cap space for for two max salaries. Then they have a bunch of rookies and assets that they'd be willing to trade um or not rookies it's excuse me prospects that they'd be willing to trade plus picks to get Kawhi so they could they could put together a solid package now they can't put together the package Boss can but they can put a solid enough package and we've seen with Kyrie that once um once you have a preferred destination you really hand tie the organization and because these star power because these star players have so much power that they can, that they can kind of control their own fate in so many ways. That I think, that that I think, if, if Kawhi says like trade me to L.A., Boston could put together a much better package. But Boston's not gonna put together a package if Kawhi's saying, well, you have me for a year and then I'm signing with L.A., you know. Yeah. So
0: that, I mean, if the Lakers thing. go for that Kawhi trade, you're gonna have to get Lonzo and Cools back for that to happen, right?
1: Oh, 100%. 100% Lonzo is in that trade. But I don't think the Lakers
0: are mad about that. At all. I don't think... I mean, if you get rid of Lonzo, I feel like you're more happy to get rid of LeVar. So... Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see the LeVar Greg Popovich beat. Oh, my God. I am here for that next season if it happens. Oh, my God. Boy. Yeah. yeah that's... That'd it. Be, that would that'd be, be...
1: Hilarious. Hilarious, dude. Hilarious. Um, All right, so... Would with be
0: included with that or no?
1: I mean, it really depends because honestly, if you look back at what Kyrie was traded for, it's really not that much. Um, when it when it and and I'm not just talking from the perspective of like looking at hindsight what Isaiah Thomas turned out to be, but just overall, even including Isaiah Thomas. Um, Knowing we we all knew in that trade that they were getting damaged goods, even when that trade originally first happened because exactly. of because of the hip injury. So that and the eighth pick for a top nine player in the league, you gotta believe that. I, I just think that nowadays with the with the players, like I said, owning so much power and, and control over their own fate, that I I really think that they could that that I would be shocked if. Um, or I wouldn't be shocked if Kuzma wasn't even involved in the deal because if Kawhi says, "Look, I only want to go to L.A.," and he's telling other teams, uh, "If you trade me, I'm gone in a year," you know. It, it, so if he does that, if he does that, then San Antonio has no choice, and then all of a sudden, the Lakers, who are acquiring the superstar player, somehow actually have the the leverage in in discussions and in negotiations. So it all depends on how aggressive Kawhi is on. On going to where he wants to go, but they use so the So you word, think
0: even if he goes to Boston, he's out of there in a year?
1: Um, no, I don't think Boston makes a move if 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 they unless they know he's open to uh to more years there. Like I know Kyrie said that he's not necessarily he hasn't necessarily committed, but um he gave them strong word when they acquired him that he would that he well would yeah stay nobody opts obs- nobody
0: opts into contracts anymore you always get more money if you resign like it's dumb like nobody right. does
1: so yeah yeah so that's why that's why i think Kawhi will the kawaii situation will be is that um i i think or that's why i think boston will will not trade for Kawhi unless unless they get that same wink and nudge um, okay but, so
0: let's talk a little uh want to talk philly okay
1: yeah what more do you want to say about philly
0: philly um, if they say we want Ben Simmons for Kawhi, in pieces, are you doing that? Yes or no?
1: No, I'm not. No, I'm I'm not because I'm I'm not because. It's so hard to turn down 15 years of greatness. Now, look, I get Kawhi is playing; it's better than Ben Simmons now, and probably will be playing it's better than him for years. But I, I just I don't trade a guy like Ben Simmons. Like I, I really, I really don't. Unless it's unless it's an absolute no brainer home run, and I know this is as close to it as you can get because you're getting a player who's in his prime, who's the third, arguably second best player in the league. Um, so I get all the reasons to do it. I wouldn't call anyone crazy who does, but me personally, I'll take the kid that's twenty, not even twenty-one yet, like the guy who can't even legally drink yet.
0: That's true. I I just don't even. I just don't know, man. Um, I think I do that trade a thousand times. Yeah, I
1: I don't know. It, it's it's
0: it's like, strange. I'm more about having a. I'm more about having, like, a proven dude in the NBA. Right. Like, I'm more about right now than the future, I would say.
1: I, I would agree with that, but I think Philly's interesting because Joel Embiid, look, for all intents and purposes, we love Joel Embiid. We believe in Joel Embiid. But the he's had one healthy year. Like, I'm still semi-cautious about him. So I'd rather have a guy who sets me up for... Uh, to so a guy who could set me up for for ten to fifteen years, as opposed to um, a three year, because what? Let's say they they trade for Kawhi and Bede's never the same, and and all of a sudden Kawhi's gone in a year, two years. That's just that's just a risk that I'm not willing to take. But <laughs> I mean, take it from a guy who only went gambling once in his life.
0: <laughs> yeah, yo. Did you see uh, Zach Harper's tweet on the ESPN oh. train machine?
1: Uh, you know what? I think I did. I think I retweeted it, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, wasn't it Anthony Davis and Kawhi to the Warriors?
0: <laughs> yeah, Golden State it's Anthony Davis, Kawhi. The Spurs get Iggy, Antoine Moore, Sean Lewis and G.T.L. Mecca Okafor, DeAndre, Liggins. The Pelicans get Clay Thompson, Deere, Fox and LaMarcus. Then the Kings get Alex and Jacob.
1: <laughs> okay that's that's crazy but um sorry sorry i got inter. i almost um i almost lost my trade thought here so the clippers it was just reported that uh mark signer reported that the the clippers will go aggressively after Kawhi as he's not well. going to the
0: clippers get out of there he's not yeah, going there I'm, I'm not even entertaining that
1: i'm with you i don't we think i don't on. think they have nearly the assets but i do but that does bring up kind of where i want to go next with this in that we talked about San Antonio, or we talked about um, two more things. I want to hit before we get out of here. But we talked about we talked about kind of um, some ideal rough packages that Boston, LA, and um, and sorry, what's the other team? I'm blanking on Boston, LA, and what's it? oh Philly could offer for Kawhi, but um, let's let's take let's take this approach. Um, what do you think? What, what do you think San Antonio is really looking for? Do you think they're looking for for a star player in return? Do you think they're looking for more of a Kyrie trade or more of a um...
0: get a whole bunch of young role players that kind of yeah. fit? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's pop right now. I feel like I don't know either or. But if I was, if I were him, I'd be asking for give me give me something like. I mean, you're obviously gonna get something for Kawhi Leonard, but like, if I could get a proven star out of that trade, I wouldn't be mad at it. So let's just put it that way.
1: Yeah, I think something like the Kyrie trade, but on a better scale, makes makes sense for San Antonio. Um, yeah. Because I think they, I think they want, both I, I think they want to be competitive, competitive now, and have some type of asset going forward for the future. I don't see them trying to get a bunch of blue chips or like a bunch of shots at getting a blue chip. Um, I think, I think they're they're, They trust themselves as an organization organization enough to develop talent that I think that they'll, they'll take a guy who they'll take one proven guy and they'll take some type of uh, one or two extra assets that um, could potentially be blue chips down the line. You know, that's, that's kind of where I see San Antonio going. I'm with that. But um, so so, what do you think realistically? If you had to guess right now, where do you, where do you think Kawhi's final landing spot is? Do you think it's L.A.? Do you think it's Boston? Do you
0: think it's Philly? Do you think it's somewhere we haven't mentioned yet, like New York? I, I want to see I want to see Boston the most because I feel like if you have all of those wings out there, like that's the one way to be able to compete with a Golden State Warriors basketball team. Would that be right? Super fun to watch to see. If I'm if I get to see Kyrie, Kawhi, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum out there without Horford against a Golden State Chancer Fried death lineup is what I like to call them now. Like I'd be here <laughs> for that any day of the week in an NBA Finals game. Yeah. Yeah, that would be
1: that would be very, very, very uh impressive and that would be that would be tough to beat. Um, I'm right now saying and I want to say L.A. because usually what we've seen in recent history is that where the player wants to go most is where they end up. Where they
0: end up going, yeah.
1: But I just I think so much of that depends on LeBron, and so it, it's kind of obviously LeBron and Kawhi are having talks now. Uh, they're they're and they've probably been having talks. This is probably something that's been, I mean, it's been a rumor for months and months and months now so i'm I'm sure it's something that they've kicked the tires on before but um you know i just i don't know i just never pictured lebron going to la but now this to me makes la a real a real destination to sign lebron but i think lebron goes there under the wink uh under the wink wink commitment from Kawhi and paul george
0: well, that's, yeah. that's what most of this is, right? It's like, if I'm heading to L.A., hopefully, Wink, you come with me. You come right. with me, and it's going to be the Miami thing. You're going to get three guys, clear out a bunch of players, and then just sign guys on vet men's.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah. so do, do you think right now, do you think that last question, do you think that that's enough for going state? Because I think you said no. earlier. No.
0: No, man. No. You don't think so? You, you don't? You
1: do? I don't think. I don't think – it, I think it truly depends on what else they get ar- around them because I I think I I I'd probably lean your way yes because the Warriors are the Warriors and they're th- the greatest team of all time but uh and, and also if you look at how super teams are built usually it takes one year it usually the first year um they they have they they build on vet minimums like you said. But they don't really um, they don't get the right pieces until year two or year three. Usually, the the first year there's such a there there's such a strong feeling out process um, that 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 after that first year of feeling out process, then the next year they're able to get um, they're able to get the better players on veteran minimums, and you know after after everybody sees that it's a good team, you know it's kind of like a wait and see option thing. Yeah. But um, but with that being said, I think. I, I think that that's, that's the type of team you want to face Golden State is th- having three dominant, dominant wings who are all two-way players um, because LeBron gets slack for his defense, but let's be real, he had to carry so much offensively that I think he made that sacrifice defensively. I still believe that he could be an animal defensively if he wants to be. If he if he um, if he has the energy to do it, so I think that's I think that's a blueprint. That's why I like that's why I like what the Celtics are doing. The Celtics have three great wings. Um, the difference is they have a dynamic uh, they have a dynamic guard as well, uh, of course, and Kyrie Irving. But one of the one of the other rumors floating around is uh, LeBron, Kawhi, and Damian Lillard. Now that's interesting because I think Portland's a team to watch. I think they're there I think I think there's a real possibility that they could split up CJ and Dame. And we don't have to go too much into that. But um if if you were if you were the Lakers, what would be your plan right now? Would it be Paul George, Kawhi, and LeBron, or would it be
0: Dame Kawhi, and LeBron Dame? When did Dame get into this conversation? Um no, I'd probably I like I'd like Kawhi, Paul George, and LeBron together. That'd be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that's the way. Like I said, I think that's the blueprint against Golden State's big switchable wings, who are who are all um, amazing two-way players. Exactly. But um, all right. I think that would conclude this podcast. Because truthfully, um, this is just a breaking news podcast, so we didn't want to go. Um, we didn't want to go too in deep, and, and we didn't want to. Start spitballing a bunch of crazy, crazy scenarios. We just kind of want want to talk about what's out there right now. Just um, go one
0: trade scenario for every single team, man. That's it.
1: Okay, yeah, let's do it. So, um, so Boston again. I think Hayward's involved. I think it's Hayward, Rosier, like you said, in a pick. Uh, Depend. I don't know which pick. Um, it it really depends on how. Again, it depends on Kawhi and and his control in the trade. Um, I see for LA. I see I see it being Lonzo, and I would probably say Kuzma just because LA doesn't have as strong of as strong of an asset of picks to offer as uh, as as the Celtics do. Philly, I see Fultz involved, maybe Dario Saric as well. Um, I but the, but the interesting thing with Philly is I don't know if the if if the Spurs want Fultz. Do you think they would want Fultz?
0: Nope.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so, so I, I see Philly. I see Philly from a fit perspective. It being so logical, and yes, they have an. They have. They also have a war chest of, of picks they can trade. But um, I think they're gonna. I think the Spurs want somebody better than Dario Saric in return. Um, just speaking, uh, speaking hypothetically, and then um, what was the other team we were talking about? Um, the Lakers. Yeah, the I think it's gonna be a long Philly. Philly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think so. I think so. Um I think I think that that'll be the move. But um thank you, Kill for coming on the podcast, man. Um you got any last words before we wrap this up?
0: Nah man. Um, always good to get on. Um yeah, that was pretty interesting. It kind of once I saw that happen, like my phone was just like buzzing with text. So <laughs>
1: yeah man um glad you could take the time to come on the podcast man so so immediately um as you can see a lot this was all just off the top no preparation i was working till 2 p.m um we're recording this we're now wrapping this up at 3 p.m so there was really just no time i drove home got home we got on the podcast and we and we let it rip so thank you for coming on man i appreciate it no problem